And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. It's her last show as a pregnant comedian, which means she's either giving birth or trading comedy for a medical oddities tour. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's been practicing what he needs to do when Jenna goes into labor by staring at the ceiling and praying for no reflective surfaces. It's Alan Moss. And he's a producer who, when he looks at nature, likes to keep his sunglasses on so that the trees don't know he's staring at their cute little fannies. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to caramelize your tears. I'm her husband, Daniel, and the only thing we have to fear is fear itself and also Allison's hard-boiled egg farts. Saying hop on board the love bus and say bonjour to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little lucky charms. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. We have a packed show for you tonight. I'd like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Greg. Hi, Allison. Hello, Jenna. Hey. Hi, Alan. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. And hello, Jeff. Hi, Allison. I we might have to do the intro over again. I I think I could hear your neighbors arguing through the walls. Can you hear it? Make it worse, Rob. Make it worse. <laughs> Did anybody hear that? Make it worse, Rob. Make it worse. So guys, they're gonna find me. All sorts of stuff <laughs> to get me. to. Um, I have egg updates, both the hard-boiled kind and the kind that you're not gonna believe these updates. Retrieved from me. So but great. first, let's get to the most pressing thing, which is Jenna. Yeah. Uh, past your due date now. A week. Mm-hmm. Over oh, a week. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. But how are you feeling? Very ready to have a baby. I feel like the baby is on its way. We think she's dropped. She's super low. And there's like space now when I eat dinner. I'm not like it doesn't hurt because there's no room, which wow. is weird. Um, and I'm pretty sure I had a contraction or two today. So that's what I uh, was about to say that, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, do you not want to say that you had that? <laughs> yeah, or not, no, so. I did. Okay, we uh, things are happening, so I don't know what's gonna happen next. We have an appointment Maybe tomorrow. While we're on the air. Maybe we put the bag, the hospital bag, in the car. <laughs> Just in case. What if my water breaks and I ruin your chair? It could could happen. Okay, it's microfiber. It could be the Allison Rosen is your new best friend baby, like the baby that was born at Woodstock. Exactly. Yes. Wouldn't that be great? Oh my God. She'd be the best mascot ever. It would be adorable. I know. Yeah. And you said the contraction like started in your back and then kind of came around to the front and felt like menstrual cramps. Very much so. Huge cramping. Al was trying to talk to me. We were having lunch and he was trying to, I don't know, we were just laughing about stuff. I was just sharing my heart. I (laughs) couldn't even focus. I don't even know what he was saying because all I was thinking was, I'm having a contraction. I'm having a contraction. And then it sort of relaxed. And it was so weird. It was one of those things where I'm like, okay, so I think that is what a contraction really is. Have you had something that you thought might be that before? Yeah, and I don't think it was. I think that was... A true contraction. Yeah. So it's nature's way. It's like before a basketball game starts when the fans go. It's like, all right, time to get out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like a tiny pep rally in your pelvis. It is. So we're just like, we ran home. I cleaned the bathrooms. We did the dishes. We went grocery shopping. All of I packed the bag. We're ready to go. Yeah. Now you had mentioned that before we started rolling. And I don't understand the significance of 
the dishes prior to having a baby. I just need the house to be ready. I just feel like if I come home and the toilet smell, I'm going to be ticked off. Like I get it. You know, I just needed it. It was like, we got to go home because if we can't get ready, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. Best just to stay out of the way, Greg. <laughs> that's, that's my motto. Just stay out of the way. Yeah. Now, you posted a photo today. Oh, yes. Of the cutest little baby outfit that J-Mo's and Bobo sent you. But in the back, there was a whiteboard, which yes. I love. Oh, my God. I was scrutinizing that whiteboard, too. Me, too. I love whiteboards. When I lived with my sister she decreed there shall be no whiteboards in this apartment she's very anti-whiteboard really? so i was like fine i'll just take this little is tiny a, a one. whiteboard is that's a dry erase dry yes. erase. yes dry erase yeah i'll just put this little magnetic one on the refrigerator and you can suck it but <laughs> you had a big huge one yeah and maternity leave goals was on there mm-hmm. oh yeah okay well <laughs> to be fair it was it was more jenna's professional goals were on the side you couldn't see right so there and were two then, sides to the board that's a it's a huge yeah. whiteboard so one side is like the professional goals that i want to start as soon as i can and and then the other side is actually what you couldn't see is a p slash m eternity oh, so paternity oh. maternity so you both want to be showered oh. by noon, oh. showered by noon and ready, ready and showered yeah. so yeah uh, we're kind of nerds like that. We make goals and write them on the whiteboard Wait, noon, in the office. Noon of what day? Every, Every day. day. Every day. Listen, so many women have <laughs> said to me, it's so hard. You may not even be able to shower. And it's like, I have... I need to have a goal in my life that I shower by noon every day <laughs> because I can't handle Wait, that. Wait, this is your goal once the baby comes? Yeah. I assumed this was the goal... Oh and yeah! This is after Oh, this is like that. For does, when no, this the is more here. like when you take two months off, you you become a terrible person because you never do the dishes. You don't shower until eight p.m. I, you know. I there's a there's uh rarely a Sunday when I'm showered. I mean, it's like one day off, it's and true. I'm just a fucking. Slave. I haven't yeah. worked in six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh great! <laughs> the ocean yeah. showers you though. Yeah, it's true. Sort of. This well, this is Daniel on my Sunday around six p.m. I'll be like, sh- well, actually, you'll you'll sometimes say, should we take Monday for a walk, or I'll say it, and then you'll say, yeah, let me just brush my teeth first. <laughs> <laughs> it gets bad. It's like it, the idea of having to do anything at all on Sunday is just. I get that, which I don't mind for the one day, like or even a weekend if you're just lazy on a weekend. But the problem is like after like multiple days of not showering yeah, or multiple, bad. it's just like you got to do something yeah, to make yeah. not yourself not get depressed. That's for me. That's the issue. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to get depressed. Do you guys always write your goals on a whiteboard? We do. Though? I totally we really like that. Do. Have you both separately? Done, did you? I did that, do that before. Did you do that? I, yeah, I always did that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like a thing. Daniel. Yeah, I used to have a whiteboard. What's, would you still have it? No. Who are all did these you, people that say whiteboard? It's called a dry erase. I've mm, always called, called it a whiteboard. A whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff called whiteboard. <laughs> I don't know what I would call. I used to call it a dry erase board, but I think whiteboard has taken over. Although I'm all Trello now, so I'm all digital. He's digital. Oh. But wait, how do you, how do you love a whiteboard so much? But I don't. You, love you find it foolish Trello. that I like Trello. I don't find it foolish that you like Trello. I just don't love it as much as you do because there's a lot of. It's sort of like. There are certain email accounts I'm not going to check because it takes too long to get into them. A whiteboard or a dry erase board is right there. You just uncap the pen and then you can write on it versus Trello takes some clicking. I'm a lazy, lazy motherfucker. Okay. I need to see the goals 
all the time mm-hmm. for me to yeah. want to do them. If I write, because I have notes, endless amounts of notes, and I'm sure there's tons of goals in there, but I'll forget that I typed them in. So, what the are notes. these goals that you speak of? Like, what is a goal? Is that a. Th- what do you mean? Well, Daniel, a goal can be anything that you <laughs> want to meet and accomplish. I have a dry erase. <laughs> oh, I do call it a dry erase. Oh, I look at you. Yeah. Okay. Listeners, do you call it a whiteboard or a dry erase board? I have one in my office, and I never. I, and when I first got into my office, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to use this. I'm going to draw things on it all, and I never use it. That is the downside to them is that you get all you're high on your dry erase board look sometimes i say that and then you write it in and then like six months later it's now part of the board yeah you have to get actual like windex (laughs) to get it off yeah Yeah. we've done that too but Mm -hmm. but i am a big fan i used to have a huge bulletin board too where Mm. i would like pin up three by five cards of things i wanted to like your your own series yeah exactly (laughs) at at my last office they painted the walls dry erase. Mm-hmm, I've seen oh, that. I love that. Oh, and it was what am- is that? It was amazing. Oh, yeah. first of all, I work a lot with a writer named Mike Henry, who Allison knows. Yes, I do. And he he's famous for drawing animals, mm-hmm. like wolves and all that. And he drew hundreds of them. Every- but you could just be sitting at your office and be like, "I thought of a joke," and walk over to your wall and just write it on your wall. All yeah. of the so walls cool. were dry. I love that. That's a great idea for creative rooms too because it instills a sense of playfulness. You're yeah. writing on the walls and I feel like creativity is better mm-hmm. when you're in a, a mindset mm. of play. What fun. is this dry erase whiteboard paint? Is it just white? Yeah, it just, yeah. It just looked like my I, walls were walls but they were all dry They're just erase. like glossy white? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know about chalkboard paint. The whiteboard thing's like the new one. So like mm. chalkboard was all the rage, but now you can do whiteboard, which is so much better. I'm not on Pinterest, so I don't hear about that all would the be, new yeah. things. That'd be a good idea for kids' room. Is doing the yeah, I was going to say, if we have the ability to have kids draw on walls and be able to erase it, why isn't all paint dry erase paint? Yeah, yeah for real. Then my, you wouldn't have to worry. My yeah. dad used to let my little sister write on the walls, but it wasn't dry erase. And it, was just like, <laughs> it was like Sharpie and stuff. And it was That's crazy. Fun. And I remember going into his bathroom once and looking up and they'll have like above the mirror, they'll have the little light fixture and right above it, it just says, she like got up on the thing and it just said, today is Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, once every seven days she was right. I got to do that thing when I was a kid where when they remodeled our house, my mom let us write all over the house. Me and some friends, she was like, you can do whatever you want to do to the house today. Like break shit and write all over it. It was such a fun day. So great. That does sound fun. We used to have, my family used to have a small house at the Jersey Shore and we were painting the outside of it and we decided to go fishing and we, this is an absolutely true story that we couldn't find a piece of paper to write that we went fishing. So we just wrote it on the side of the house with rollers, (laughs) went fishing and then left for the day. (laughs) Isn't that supposed to say gone fishing? That's, uh, I think that's improper English. Mm, All right. Fair enough. So, egg updates. Uh, First of all, the kind of eggs you eat. We talked so much about eggs on the show that a lot of people wrote in and recommended an electric egg cooker. So, I decided to go for it. They're really cheap on Amazon. Click through my banner if you're going to buy one. Um, And I've now been using it, and it really has changed my life. Although, I will say, the hard-boiled eggs that come out of this egg cooker thing 
still not as good as the ones that you buy that are peeled. Like there's just <laughs> something about, and I think it's because those are preserved in sodium benzoate and citric acid. And I don't know what those are, but whatever they are, they're preservatives that make them sort of tasteless and rubbery, which is what I like. Um, they, the ones I'm tasting still have a disgusting fresh taste to them. Yeah. <laughs> so you you bought a thing that makes it easier to hard boil eggs. Yes, it steams the it you pour a little bit of water in this tray in the bottom and then you plug it in and it's it's faster than boiling them and it essentially steams them instead of like they they don't sit in the water. But you can also poach and make omelets. But were, were there a lot of times where you were like, "Come on, I got this egg has got to hard boil. I'm in a hurry." No, it's not <laughs> it's not really that so much as I just don't like the eggs. I don't love the hard boiled eggs that I make at home. I just thought I would try you, it. You, you're making them at home, these eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you go to a store to use this machine? <laughs> I don't love the ones that I would make on well, the stove. Well, if it's in a plastic dome that's technically not in the home anymore, it's in a special <laughs> that's right. area that's unhomed. Designated. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't like the ones that I make on the stove. I just thought yeah. I would try it. And to the people who wrote in and recommended it, thank you very much. And also, speaking of eggs, the other kind, um, I had a retrieval on Wednesday. <laughs> we got two eggs. One of them fertilized and is um, a perfect eight-cell embryo. So we froze nice. that one. The other one didn't fertilize. Um, garf. Yeah. No, it wasn't garf. It wasn't garf. But it wasn't not garf either. <laughs> but So now we have another embryo. Um so how many good. how many have, like eight divided ones do you have now? We have five embryos altogether. Four of them are eight cell, and one of them is like four or five cell. That's the one where the woman said to me, um, "If the other, think of it this way: if the other embryos are on the freeway. This one's still looking for the on ramp." Mm. And I thought, that's my kid. <laughs> Slow with no sense of direction. So I felt good about the whole thing. However, I overheard the woman in the bed next to me, all groggy, and someone asked her how many eggs she got, and she said 20. I was like, <laughs> oh. So, so competitive. <laughs> I know. And this time, for the first time, I felt a lot of discomfort upon waking up and the next couple days. It's weird. I've really been lucky and I haven't had any discomfort the other times, including the time that the doctor said both to me and to Daniel that I might be extra uncomfortable because she really had to dig around to get the egg. Um, and <laughs> Jeff, let, let the record show Jeff just winced. <laughs> Even that time it wasn't bad, but this time I did wake up uncomfortable and they had to give me a couple doses of painkillers while I was there and they sent me home with a Percodan or Percocet or something, which I had never taken before. Percodan. Good. They're good, right? Did you take it? The, yeah, I did. And the weird thing <laughs> is that honestly, it didn't, I, I, I don't see what all the hoopla is about because it didn't really do much for me. Got to snort him. I guess I guess yeah. I should I should have crushed and started it. What, what are you talking about? You, love, you were you were enjoying it. I don't think I was. Mm, did I say something? That's not my memory of it. What, they can make I, you throw up. Those ones. Well, they gave. Well, they also gave me an anti nausea thing in my IV, right. and that hurt like hell going into the line. So um, I did get Versed though. Still my favorite drug in the world. The other night. I was Googling Versed, which is sort of like Google stalking an ex, but to me, it's just like Google stalking my favorite drug just to like to make sure it's not available on the street. And the actual name... To make sure it's not. <laughs> just, I just want to see if anything changed. That was like Al Franken on Saturday Night Live when he was uh, running for senator. He said, well, I just did drugs at Saturday Night Live to stay up to make sure nobody else did too much drugs. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's administered and then they you have to have a doctor with you the whole time. So until I can get one of those, I guess I won't be doing it on my own. <laughs> but anyway, a here's a crazy thing that I didn't realize because the actual name of it is midazolam. I have been saying midazolam, but I, I think according to Wikipedia, it's midazolam. And I had been reading that name and I hadn't put two and two together that I've read that name before because midazolam was approved for use in lethal injection. So I don't know if you remember like some, I don't know, within the last few years, mm. um, lethal you injection. You said that with such enthusiasm. I know. No, I was like so <laughs> excited. Yeah. Lethal injection was in the news because there were states that were having doing these botched executions because they couldn't get the drug they wanted, so they were using other drugs. Mm-hmm. And apparently this is one of the drugs that is approved for that. However, it doesn't always work that well. And then I was thinking like, my God, imagine the dose they give you to kill you. You should commit some de- horrible crimes. And Watch then- out. Sleep with one eye open. Yeah. <laughs> It was just comforting that if I have to go out that way, which I don't really see that it's not in the cards, but Mm -hmm. like, really, you're feeling no pain, except that the problem with using it for lethal injection is that you actually do feel a lot of pain. Yeah, you're also strapped to a table with like 100 people watching you die. That's probably one of the other things that sucks. Also, you're probably No, but on Versed, on Versed, I don't think you would care about how many. I mean, it's not that different than having a retrieval and being strapped to a table. And like, there's a bunch of people in the room because there's the doctor, there's the nurse, there's the anesthesiologist. Or I just think there's a bunch of people in the room. Is it an opiate? It no, it's a um, diazepam. Mm. It's a ben. No, I. It's a I benzo. Made this, yes, I made this mistake last time. It's a benzodiazepam. It's a benzo. Um, so it's a tranquilizer. But anyway, moving on on to other things. Um, at some point, I was you know I spent a lot of time now that I'm doing all this stuff to try to get pregnant. I spend a lot of time thinking, why did I wait so long? Why didn't I realize that it was going to be so hard? Why didn't I take it more seriously when I would hear people tell me that as you get older, your fertility drops off? Because at the time, I always just pushed that away with this, like, I don't I don't want to feel any pressure. Uh, like, why didn't I freeze my eggs? And the reason that I didn't freeze my eggs is because, first of all, I was afraid. It's expensive. But I also, I didn't realize that as you get older, your chance, like IVF diminishes. I didn't realize that there's a thing like what I am, which is a poor responder, where you're not going to be able to produce that many eggs. To me, freezing your eggs is a thing you do if you are going to bring a child into the world without a partner and use a sperm donor. Like I never put it together that no, it's insurance against what's happening now, which is we're having trouble getting eggs. Um, And then I also think that I always had this idea that if I put too much pressure on my – or like if I make it a goal – that's going to somehow push away the thing that I want. Because like, I feel like in, if you want something in your career and you go for it, that's good. If you want something relationship-wise and you make that your focus, I feel like that just actually has diminishing returns and it can like push people away because you're too intense. And I think I was just afraid. I always figured I just want to like fall in love and let that happen organically and naturally and then a child will grow out of that, which was a very naive way of looking at it. But I was afraid that if I got nervous about how am I going to have kids and when am I going to have kids, it would just make it all not happen and like sort of repel the things that I wanted to happen in my life. Um, A lot of that is magical thinking, but I was thinking like, what do I wish someone had said to me? And maybe just to clear my conscience, I can say that so that if someone listening, this is what I wish someone had said to me. Definitely consider freezing your eggs, regardless of what you plan on in the future. It's just like an insurance policy um, because 
you know, when you're older, if you end up doing IVF, there's a chance that it'll be more difficult. Whereas if you get the eggs now, while it's easy to get them, at least you have them, even if you don't use them. Um, and also the pain that and the invasiveness and the scariness of the procedure, it's really not that bad. The shots, mentally, it's hard to get over the idea of giving yourself shots. But like once you get past it, it they really don't hurt very bad. And then you actually feel like a badass when you're doing it. Like I'm very proud of myself that it's no big thing for me to give myself shots. Yeah, you got a tattoo and everything. <laughs> That's right. A teardrop. It's mm-hmm. weird, right? Um, and then also the actual procedure itself is really a big nothing and you get my favorite lethal injection drug. Um, so that's an, uh, not a big thing. And then also for me, and I'll just go on for like 30 more seconds and then we can move on to definitely lighter stuff. Um, once we discovered that I had an endometriosis, that's when I really should have started thinking about all this because I didn't realize endometriosis is a huge cause of infertility. Um, and especially the surgery that I had to remove the cysts, it really fucks up your fertility and so that's and that's why I'm having problems now because they took out a bunch of my eggs and uh, chunks of my ovaries. Sorry for everyone who needs to vomit right chunks. now. Chunks. <laughs> they didn't call them that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't know what the what, what is the correct description? Pieces. Some. <laughs> some. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. So had I gotten the you know had we done the egg freezing before that, I would be in a much better position now. So I'm just saying. To the women out there who want to just not not listen to what they regard as messages that are full of pressure, because I totally relate to that, um, uh, you may as well pay attention to it. It's not cheap, though. Right. That is the downside. So if you have the money, look at it as an investment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I know. What I'm wondering, though, because there are these insurance policies that will cover it that and this is another thing I didn't know. When we looked into it, I was already too old because they cap it at a certain age. But I'm wondering if some of those insurance policies would cover egg freezing for younger women. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that much about uh, insurance coverage of frozen eggs. It's not really my area of expertise. Al, oh, you're in IT. Does insurance cover frozen eggs? <laughs> you can. It just depends on the uh, on how good your company is and what they offer. Does okay. Kaiser? Uh, I don't know specifically Kaiser, but I do know that they, at least the plans I've seen, they cover uh, IVF and stuff like that. I was, I was joking when I asked you that, Al. <laughs> that was he impressive was, that you listen, knew the answer to that. He well, works in IT healthcare, though. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you know, it's uh, open enrollment these days. Right. Yeah. It, is, it is that time. I've heard yeah. my wife say that. When I think of Al, I think of Al's dad. And when I think of Al's dad, I think of how much he enjoys nuts.com. Important message. I know you guys are looking at me like, where is this going? It's going to Al's dad's use of nuts.com. And the fact that all of you guys should check out nuts.com. It's an incredible website. Uh, Once I tell you the name, you'll find it hard to forget, especially because I've already told you the name. Nuts.com has, in my opinion, and dad's opinion the best tasting nuts on the planet nuts.com is a simple and convenient way to have nutritious delicious healthy nuts and so many other tasty treats from around the world delivered straight to your door 
They even had nuts that I had never heard of. Peely nuts, which are very buttery tasting. <laughs> right now, it's true. Right now, new customers can get four free samples. You can choose from over 50 options. It's a $15 value when you go to nuts.com. Click on the mic and enter my code, Rosen. Since 1929, it's a family-owned business that's prided themselves on delivering the best in nuts and dried fruit you'll find anywhere. Um, only the freshest products from the best suppliers in the world. And by the way, when I say nuts and more, there's so much more. There's all different sorts of snacks. There's gifts. There's like basically, it, especially this time of year, if you're looking for good gifts for people or for yourself, you should check out nuts.com. Certified organic, certified gluten-free, with or without salt, raw, sugar-free, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Um, yeah, again, they have cooking and baking goods, almond flour, chia seeds, spices, grain, any powder you want to throw in your smoothie. They also have coffees and teas. Gifts, tins, baskets, buckets of nuts. Um, right now, new customers get four free samples. Choose from over 50 options. That's a $15 value when you go to nuts.com and enter my code ROSEN. That's nuts.com and enter my code ROSEN for four free samples with your order. Go to nuts.com for full details. Okay. So. Wait, I was going to tell you something. Okay. Can I tell you something? Please. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this in here that much, but uh, I uh cry a lot at the movies have i ever told you that like no. i cry hysterically at the movies it's really embarrassing to go really? to the movies with me. yeah my i go to the movies usually alone that's my i don't like to go to the movies with other people because i like cry no i'd kind of like to I, go with you now <laughs> if you didn't mind no i don't mind other people seeing me crying it has to do with the fact that i don't feel like i'm engaged in the movie if i'm sitting next to somebody oh yeah yeah i get that okay. you know what i'm talking about yeah. sit behind um, him I'll like, sit, yeah i'll sit down the, like, i won't even go to the dinner theater ones because as soon as somebody walks in front of me and the plane of vision is broken i disengage from the movie mm-hmm. um this drives my wife crazy but i like vanish and she'll be like where did you go and I, i'll be i just saw this movie so i cry hysterically in the movies and something very funny happened to me this week because i saw room have you guys seen room yet no, no. I, yeah it's fucking, that is a very powerful movie. You should, I strongly recommend seeing it if you have not already. It's about a woman and her son who get locked in a It's about room. a woman who's locked in a shed for a long time who has a baby when she's, when she's uh, someone's hostage, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about what happens when she gets out. When she gets out. Thank you. Um, for those of you not in the room, my mouth was not close enough to the microphone, so Allison fixed it. Anyway, uh, in the middle of the movie, the projector broke. Or whatever, it's not a projector anymore. And the theater went dark for like 15 minutes. First of all, two things. As soon as it went dark, I looked to see where the exit was because I thought some sort of like terrorist attack was yeah. happening. Yeah. But that's just secondary as some some stuff. But then they came back in and they said, we're going to start the movie again and you all get a pass to see a free movie. So we're sort of under some financial austerity measures at the Heller household. <laughs> so I knew I had to get the pass, but at the end of the movie, I was crying so hysterically <laughs> that I couldn't like go get the pass because I looked weird. <laughs> so I what sat. Are you a woman? Kind of, I am. So I sat in the movie theater for a really long time, but I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Greg, you have two choices. Actually, I had three choices. One was I could just get up and walk out and tell Ayala that they're not tell Ayala about the free ticket. The other was I could get up and walk out and I could say to Ayala, they offered a free ticket, but I was too, I was inconsolable and I could not claim the free ticket. (laughs) (laughs) And the other one was that I could just go deal with it. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get the free ticket. So I went up to the service counter and I was like, and the woman's like, what? And I looked up at her. She goes, 
Are you okay? <laughs> oh, no. You should have played it like you were upset that the movie was interrupted right. and try to get three free passes. <laughs> no, and I was just like, I was in room in theater seven, please. She like handed me the ticket. I was like, thank you so much. Then I read. <laughs> but I was like, it was I, like literally she was like this 50 year old woman and she looked at me like I was her son. And I was like, no, I just saw a movie. I just want the best. <laughs> I don't know why I thought I would share that with you, but then when I came home, I like walked in the house and I was like, "I gotta pass to see a fucking free movie." I knew you'd be mad if I didn't, but here it is. <laughs> Do you cry even in not sad movies? Um, yeah, I cry I always... in like almost every movie that I go to. What yeah. makes you cry in the movies usually? Like you know that like kind of it doesn't really matter. Like when people kiss, if some like magic thing happens in a, if something sad happens in a movie, I I cry like a lot, a lot, a lot. Because it's not that fun to go to the movies with me, actually. When I see a musical, I know that who was it? Who's are you not a musical fan? I am not. That's, that's correct. That's right. Okay. <laughs> At the beginning of a musical, like within the first ten minutes, I always feel like I want to burst into tears. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if it's a similar sort of like it's yes. The At the beginning of a musical, emotion. I feel like I want to burst into tears. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean in a movie. No. Another um, thing that people don't know about Greg is that he talks to himself. Yeah, I talk to myself a lot, but everybody does that, don't they? No, I don't think really? so. Do, does everyone here talk to themselves? I talk to myself in my head, but not out loud. I do both. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah. will sometimes if I think I'm alone walking around, I might a little bit, and then one time I got like recently I got caught. <laughs> Where were you? I don't. I remember. I, th- I was like at work. I think, okay. and I was just walking down the hall, and I, I didn't think anyone was around, and I was just muttering something and then you just realize you look like a crazy person maybe it's me that is maybe i'm the unusual one that i don't talk out loud to myself frequently because i know that greg and i had a meeting a while ago and then he came out of the restroom he's like we have to go we have to go we have to go because remember you felt like someone had busted you talking to yourself oh yeah oh yeah yeah. that happens all the time yeah that's fairly common (laughs) Jeff, jeff do you talk to yourself i don't very much at all. And when I do, I feel like a crazy, crazy person. And I feel like I have to keep a lid on it because I think, oh, this is how it starts. <laughs> and then you're that crazy guy. Right. Uh, and you're Robert Durst. Yeah. But occasionally I'll just, I'll say something stupid and amuse myself out loud. But in terms of inner monologue, no. I really, I try keep to keep it inside. A, yeah, I keep a lid on it. Yeah. I do have a, con- I have a constant chatter with myself going on in my head. But sp- Speaking of constant chatter, um, so last week, Greg introduced us to Make It Worse, Rob. Make it worse. (laughs) Make it worse, Rob. Make it worse. (laughs) And he told me that he had the audio from that. Um, And I was like, well, we definitely need to hear that. But he was hesitant because he's a good person to play the audio. Yeah, that's why. (laughs) Well... This is audio recorded in your kitchen, though. They were so loud that you heard them in your kitchen. So That's correct. I, um, right, but it not just heard them, but could audibly record, record them, them right, on right. his that's phone in loud. another room. That's, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Right. So what I did was I transcribed it, <laughs> and I thought that we could do a dramatic reading. Now... Before the show started, I said that I had copies for everyone so you guys could read along. I just realized, unfortunately, you guys are going to have to share this copy. That's okay. Let's do But this. you'll still feel Wait, okay. So, so I'm Rob? You're Rob. I'm Kristen. Yes, let's do this. Now, I was tempted to have Jenna and Al read it too, 
<laughs> but um, we can't do the explicitness yeah, of it as well. Yeah. So let's but just I actually try think this. It, it might be funny if we did. We did a clean uh, version and a, and a yeah. nice clean version. Yeah. Yeah. Our version, okay. the PG okay. version. You guys can do it next. Um, now, do you feel like you studied the the, the audio well enough to understand? Because Kristen is a real up talker. I'm afraid that I'm not going to do her justice because at a certain point she begins yelling, as indicated by the stage direction yelling. Th- <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, what's what's an up talker? Talks so, like this and everything. Or like, do you want to do her? Well, I thought no, up talk was like when every sentence ends like a question. Yeah, like, it kind of does. Yeah, I don't but know she gets I, very like, shrill. Like she starts yelling, and yeah. she gets very shrill at a certain point. I almost think you might be able to do her better. Uh, I think you could do her. All right, let's try this. Get outside your comfort zone, Allison. All I right, literally. I have now, This is I my. Cannot believe this is my I'm doing first this. read through. And now it's Allison Rose's new best friend theater. Okay, and it's a. This is a dry read through for Allison. Yeah. I've gone over this a million times in my head. <laughs> really? That is what you're going to say to your girlfriend? When you're upset, you're upset. You are such a piece of shit sometimes, Rob. You are such an arrogant asshole. For what? For telling you that you argue when you're emo... Nope, let's start over. Sorry. <clears throat> For what? For telling you when you argue you're emotional like every other fucking female on the planet? Wow. Make it worse, Rob. Make it worse. <laughs> you are such a fucking idiot. Wow, I didn't know that you get emotional was... You are such an idiot. I didn't know this was such an awful thing to say when you argue... You You don't think you're going to tell me I don't think, Rob? You are so stupid. You just said you don't think. I said you get emotional. Shut up. You just told me maybe next time you should think instead of speaking, Kristen. That is what you just said. Don't reword it. Don't get abrasive. You said you don't think when you argue, Kristen. You're not thinking. Kristen, you get emotional. You get emotional. Did you not say those words? Did you not say those words? Did you not fucking say that? Yes or no? I told you You that- You are lying right now. I told you you stop thinking and you let your emotions take over. That is exactly what I said. You stop thinking and you let your emotions take over. So in other words, I don't think when I argue. No, you let your emotions guide your thinking. That is what it means. Nice paraphrasing after the fact, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Back in character. That is exactly it. No, you don't get to say that I don't fucking think and then get away with paraphrasing it right now. You stop it. I am not going to fucking stop it. You don't get to fucking sit there and insult me. No, that is not how this works. Uh. <laughs> that was so good. Thank you. Woo! I am crying right now. Oh, I felt uh. it. By the way, I was thinking while you are doing that, our neighbors are probably recording it. <laughs> <laughs> and then in a in few years, they'll be on a podcast. They would have fights like once every couple of days that are worse than any fight I've ever had with any person I ever yeah. dated or am married to That's in my intense. entire life. It yeah. really was like they weren't getting anywhere. And as I said to you, she was emotional and he was making it worse. Yeah. I oh, love yeah. The, I love this part at the end. Make it worse, Rob. <laughs> Make it worse. When she goes... You don't get to do that and get away with it? Like, he has to go to the Hague or something? Like, <laughs> right. what's going to happen there? Like, what happens at the end? <laughs> nice paraphrasing, you idiot. <laughs> um, I'd like to hear Al and Jenna do this. Okay. Please. I don't this think we copy. can. I feel like that just, was so good. Just do it as though it was, it's you guys, though, have, but the same words. Yeah. 
Oh gosh! Yeah, put put I'm your so own spin on it. You're I'm making, like making your own. I'm not an actor in any way. Jenna, okay. oh please, please, Jenna, you have to own please. it. Please, Jenna, I'll, you I'll did a My Pretty yours. Pony commercial. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is so embarrassing. All right, I here just, we go. I just want to just do a tiny bit of directing for um, Al. Yes. Just remember that before she cuts you off. Add like a word or two at the end so that she cut she actually cuts you off. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And after yeah. you guys do it, um, Je- Jeff and I will do. It. <laughs> <laughs> so. <please. laughs> <sighs> All right. In three, two. Really? That's what you're gonna say to your girlfriend? You know when you're upset, you're upset. You are such a piece of. Sometimes, Rob, you're such an arrogant a hole. For for what? For telling you when you argue, you're emotional, like every other f king female on the planet. Wow! Wow! Make it worse, Rob. Make it worse. You are such an effing idiot. Wow! I didn't know that. Quote: You get oh, emotional. You're such an idiot. I didn't know that such. That was such an awful thing to say when you, you argue. Don't, you don't. Th- you don't think you're going to tell me that I don't think, Rob? Oh, you are so stupid. You just said you don't think. I said, "quote You get emotional." Shut up! You just <laughs> maybe next time you should think instead of speaking, Kristen. That's what you just said. Don't reword it. D- don't reword it. Don't get abrasive. You said you don't think when you argue, Kristen. You're not thinking. Kristen, you get emotional. You get emotional. Did you not say those words? Did you not say those words? Did you not effing say that? Yes or no? I told you. You are lying right now. I told you, you stop thinking and you, quote, let your emotions take over, end quote. That is exactly what I said. You stop thinking and you let your emotions. Oh, so, in other take words, over. I don't think when I argue. No, you let your emotions guide your thinking. That is what it means. Nice paraphrasing after the fact, you idiot. That is exactly it. No, you don't get to say that I don't effing think and then get away with paraphrasing it right now. You stop. I it. am not going to effing stop it. You don't get to effing sit there and insult me. No, this is not how it works. Oh. That was. So good. Devastating. That was like, that was the best. It reminded me of that sketch on SNL, The Assholes, I think. Is it, you know, no, the two, it was Kristen Wiig and, um, devastating. And, uh, Jason Sudeikis, I think. And they just play two assholes. I think I know you're talking about. Maybe it might not be called that. Anyway, just two super loathsome people. I loved, I loved you guys. It was understated. Whereas I feel like I was yelling, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. you guys you were guys, awesome. You no, guys no, no, no. Yeah, you I really, don't know. You really brought out the like. <laughs> Ours didn't have as much dynamic range as yours right. did. Yeah. We were all crash cymbals for the oh. drummers in the audience. Right, but the original recording is kind of all crash it cymbals. Is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Jenna and Al are even better than the original they, Kristen and Rob. They, they brought more humanity to it than the actual recording. They really did. Like, you know, when people play you in a movie mm-hmm. and they're usually just like better looking you guys are the oh. better Kristen and Rob <laughs> yes yeah, thank you, you you guys are the TV Kristen and Rob oh we'll that's, take it that's totally right although an exception 
I hope this is not a mean thing to say. We watched uh, the unauthorized Full House story. <laughs> and if I were Candace Cameron, I would be a little insulted. This is a horrible thing to say. It's not that bad. <laughs> but I'd be insulted over the actress they chose to play me because it's like they really thought that she was an awkward looking teenager based on the actress they chose to play her. Mm. And, but now I feel bad lest that actress were to hear this anyway. Mm. If, if that were to happen, I might need a new job. And um, if you're a small business owner, you can do a thousand <laughs> things to find a great new hire. Or you can do one, post with Pro Job Network. Just one click, post your ad to over 40 different job sites. It would probably take you forever to do that. And even then, you wouldn't get the preferred placement that you'll get from Pro Job Network. In about a day, you'll have a list of qualified local candidates to choose from because Pro Job Network will place your job in front of qualified candidates who've asked to hear about specific opportunities like yours. How great is that? You'll save time, you'll save money, and you'll find good people. Go ahead, try Pro Job Network free for one week by visiting Try projob.com slash best friend that's tryprojob.com slash best friend try it free at tryprojob.com slash best friend okay so i want to do um itunes comment of the week but two quick things first jenna if yes. anything happens um baby or contraction wise do tell me okay i know that you would anyway I but yes. i just please Got it. please bis- let, let me know okay because all of a sudden it occurred to me that like i would hate for you to be i'm just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> secretly in the corner right <laughs> allison's sitting at the top of the table going well this joke's really killing yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> um okay so the other thing is um given the given the horrible news of what happened in paris if you were planning to take a trip to paris in the next couple months which daniel and i were would you still go and I have to preface that by saying, though, I feel like I can imagine someone being like, oh, you only care about yourself, just thinking of yourself right now. N- no, I don't. I feel like it's horrible what happened. But also, I'm wondering, should we still go or should we not go? Are you asking the people at this table? Yes. <laughs> I-, I would go, I would yes. I say go. Yeah, I would go. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's And Jeff said he would go. So one, two, three, four. Okay. You wouldn't have any hesitation? How, have you bought your flight yet? Yes, yes, but we're using Bummer. miles, oh, so okay. we could, um, yeah. Okay. Why wouldn't you go? Because you're nervous? Yeah. Because, I think, oh, okay. No, for me, it's more just, I don't know, the, the, if the city, it's, I've never been to Paris, mm-hmm. so um, if we had the choice of going right now or going in the spring, I mean, for me, it's like, eh, everyone's going to be very tense, it's going to be very somber, and... I'm gonna, you know, it's Christmas. I'm not. I mean, I don't know. And it's like I think I'd rather go at a, but that sounds awful. But it's. I, I it's, think when the question is asked, your immediate reaction, which is maybe what we just reacted to, is like I wouldn't be afraid to go. Right. right That's now, more but, what I'm thinking. But um, I might not go to a place where I felt like I would feel uncomfortable if I was there. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like? I mean, aside from the idea of dying, mm-hmm. do you feel like you'll be. On on eggshells the whole time you're there. That's I don't know. That's what I'm trying to see. I just out. think it's not going to be very. It's not going to be as festive. Now they probably will overcompensate a little bit because they're going to want Happiness. to overcome Tourism, that. Yeah. And it, it, by by the time Christmas comes around, I'm sure they're going to want to celebrate. But for me, I, I I I'm torn. But it's like if it weren't like I went to New York for Christmas right after 9/11. So it's not like I mean I would want to get the most 
Harris experience. But then again, it could be a very unique time to go. I just, but I don't want to be a a, a, a tourist of, of the macabre. You know, it's like but that's not what you'll be. And I, I would actually argue that at any time that you would ever be welcomed with open arms in Paris, this is the time. Yeah. I think people would be like really happy to see you and be really happy to know that like people are still going to be coming still to see love Paris. Paris. Yeah, people still and love Paris. Yeah. My yeah. concern is less the tenor of the city than, than the safety. Like, But then I think, you know, after 9-11, I think New York was safer than it's ever been. And it's sort of similar, except... I accept that like after the attacks in January, they were already on high. I don't know. They were already on high alert. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I don't know. And then there's the whole like, we're Americans and are we right. more of a target? But I don't know. It's, it's the whole thing is hard to figure out. It only happened a couple of days ago. So I think we'll probably go, <laughs> but yeah, I guess I, I just, just wanted to know what everyone else smart would do. about it. Yeah. I would go. I would go. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would want to take my wife and her Israeli passport with me, but <laughs> but I would for sure go. I'm yeah, not going to take my Uncle Sam costume, <laughs> but right, you know. right. But I mean, I'm I my I my last name is still Rosen. Yeah, still is. <laughs> still, Seems like it might it be a still, deeper issue. Still is. Uh, is there anywhere else you really want to go that you could also go? We were talking about it. Anywhere else that we would go would be like Beirut, <laughs> Raqqa, <laughs> you know, Libya. Not, I mean, not really. You know, I was thinking, well, London. It's like the Vienna. same amount of miles or something. Um, Vienna, there's we, there's no flights with miles. Oh. But then, I, but I think London is. I don't. An argument could be made that Paris is going to be more safe than another European city. So then I think let's just stay in the states. But then it's like. I feel like it would just make more sense to postpone as opposed to going somewhere else. Unless we just go somewhere for a couple of days. For me, it's more like, I, it's not that I don't want, that we're not going to go soon. It's do we want to go right now or just put it off a few months? I mean, it, and see how things go. Because, I mean, today there's, they're like, oh, we're at war, you know, and it's, oh my God, what, where is this going? What's this going is a on? question from a woman who moved, moved to New York one month after 9-11. It wasn't one month, but it was like a two handful. months. Of- no, I moved in March of two thousand two. Well, whatever. So five months or whatever. something. Okay, so but still, no, but still, still, but still, but it was still. a lot of. I mean, I definitely, and that was a question that I was asking people who lived there. Um, you know, do you ha- are you scared? How do you feel? Blah blah blah. Um, I mean, it's just the the truth is, the chances of anything happening are so small. Even if something happens, the chances of it of it happening to you are so small. But still, the f- you don't want to be afraid all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. So everyone would still go, though. I would still I go, I think yeah. I would. I would still go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like the only purpose, if it can be called that, of doing an attack like this is to make people scared. I know. There and- is that argument of, like, if you if you stay at home and you allow yourself to be overrun with fear, then you're letting them win, which is true, but... I, I I don't think they're trying to hurt the Parisian tourist industry. I think there's other goals. <laughs> like, well, it's I think everything though. But I mean, the yeah. goal a goal of terrorism is to spread fear. Yeah, yeah. it's just fear. There's yeah. no there's nothing beyond it aside from to make people scared. I would say take whatever you can and give it to the city of Paris. You're not going to go there to see what Paris is going to give you, but you're going to go there and bring your joy and love. We are of the ambassadors city. of joy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with Jeff. <laughs> to be an ambassador of joy. Just to do exactly what he just said. Go there and give it as much as you can. 
Thank you. Like We're real heroes. We're gonna go. I know. I'm I mean, so proud of the I, way. Look, if, but if if the president offers me a medal of honor, I'm gonna decline it. It's the only. It's very right magnanimous yeah, of you. Right. I don't Daniel. feel like I don't. I personally don't feel like I've earned it. But the f- best is that you're like slipping into Dennis Miller as you're saying that. <laughs> I was <laughs> a little bit. Hey, cha cha. Hey, babe. Yeah. The president offered me. A the medal. president offered me the president. That fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the. Appeaser in chief, babe. You know. <laughs> okay, let's do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. ARIYNBF is my new NKOTB <laughs> by words. Julie Fred. On Thursday mornings, I wake up with a frisson, 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 frisson. I'm not sure it's the right use of frisson, but I don't. But I like it. <laughs> I, I do too. With a frisson yes. excitement, because I know it will be a new comedy casserole from my favorite podcasters. Daniel's brilliant, gently subversive mm-hmm. intros set the tone. As a gal who grew up in OC, I feel a kinship with Allison and Greg, and nothing makes me happier than if I'm mowing through some fresh cados while listening to you. <laughs> I love it when you make each other laugh, and I feel like I'm hearing people become friends in real-ish time. You're all people I would enjoy I would enjoy were I to be seated next to you at a thing. I also <laughs> I also appreciate that no one has that F-King annoying vocal tick that so many podcasters do with saying, sure, 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 or right, 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 in agreement. Uh, you all speak very well, and it's lovely. Thank you. Sure. Wish I had a dirty Diet Coke to raise in your honor. Julie. Thanks, Julie. Thank you. That was very nice. Comedy casserole. Sounds delicious. What was the podcast, the N-K-O-T? New Kids on the Block. (laughs) No, Frison. Allison, what (laughs) what does that mean? Frison? Um, Frison? Isn't that like like a a pastry? (laughs) uh, She's casserole. It's like a a a light pastry. charge of excitement. Let's look it up. I'd like a ham and cheese frisson, please. I've been taking French lessons on my iPhone, and I know palm. Which yeah. is apple. Mm-hmm. And I know mange. Frittata. Mange, which is eat. 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 Yeah. So I'll be eating a lot of apples because that's all I know. <laughs> Poisson. France. Poisson. Oh, and a, a fritter and croissant hybrid? Ooh. Oh, mm. guess who was right? That's no, right. Oh, it's Johnny Beginner ain't the French over here. It's okay. got to mean something else. Although, if that is it, I'm totally calling everyone what? my little frisson. My ex girlfriend. Um, I was walking around with her one day in LA after it was super windy. Did I already mm-hmm. tell you the story of the air? <laughs> and she was like... Uh. A sudden strong feeling of excitement or fear. A thrill. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, F-R-I-S-S-O-N. <laughs> yeah. And she goes... We were walking where all the like palm trees are, and she was like, oh, there's Palm France all over the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? And she goes, Palm France. And I was like, no, 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 no. Those are palm fronds. 
And she was like, no, she thought it was like, she's from here in her entire life. She thought it was this French expression that like, when you saw this, you're like, oh, Paul France. (laughs) That's a great story. She's like the nicest, coolest person ever, but she missed that one quite a bit, actually. By the way, it was so fucking windy today in LA. And I walked outside our building because they have all these food trucks outside there. And I was going to see if they, and I walk outside the building and the wind hit me and there was that moment where you are worried you're going to be blown away, and and you you think that is really going to be fucking embarrassing when I get <laughs> blown off of this walking bridge into the pond. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, it almost happened. Did you go to a food truck yet again? You keep I, your lunches secret from me. I, wa- I walked past them and <laughs> I thought it's not worth getting blown down the sidewalk. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So what did you have for lunch? Mm, I had a chicken. Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> Tell. Yeah, I had a uh, chicken pesto panini. That's fancy. Mm-hmm. You need, you know delicious. the app, right? Luncher. We've talked about it in here. Luncher. What's that? That's one of my two apps. Oh, <laughs> uninvited guester. Mm-hmm. And Luncher is the other one, and it's just an app, and all it does is it you sign up all your friends, and every day it tells you they tell you where and what they had for lunch. Oh, I that's like called, that. That is fun. Yeah, that's called Facebook. No, 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 no. no it's, it's just person to person. No. It's just, it goes through your contacts. It's text. And it's just you and your friends, and it shows you where they are, and every day it tells you what they had for lunch. Because <clears throat> every, I'm very verklempt tonight. Mm-hmm. Every day I want to know what people had for lunch. And that's what it does. That would, yeah. That's oh, you went CHR. I'm into that. Okay. I Z- would use that. Yeah. Do you usually know what I all had for lunch? Yeah. Yeah, because I make it. See? Oh. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Do, does anyone else have apps they've invented? Have you? I have one, yeah. What is it? You use your camera and you hold it up to people while they're walking back past you and it measures the swing of their arm, their <laughs> arm swing. And it'll tell you how crazy they are based on the based on the degree of arm swing. So if it's like oh, so it's if it's either like a lot of arm swing, think about it. If there's a lot of arm swing or very very little arm swing, then it, you know, it's like degrees of psychosis. I came up with an idea for an app where it it takes a look at someone and it sees how much they're looking at you with their phone and then that tells you how crazy they are. Oh my are. god, we should make these together. <laughs> this is great. I think we're onto something. It's an in-app purchase. <laughs> well, I had my million dollar money-making scheme which no one thought was uh brilliant and it's not. But it this was this was before apps. It's cologne in a bottle shaped like a cell phone, and it's called Connection. C O N E X X X I O N. I think this conversation is moot because we all know I will be a millionaire as soon as the No Talk Hair Salons open. No Talk Hair Salon. Mm. And my other one was when you go to, the, do they still have Nike stores? Yeah. Yes, I, I feel like when you go in, you should get into a shoe, and then of course like, you should. It's, it's such a, it's an like obvious a, like idea, like a Disneyland ride. Like you, they lace you in, and then you're taken on a a, a tour, like. Mr. Toad Wild Ride, but it's shoes. <laughs> Come on, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty an in, that's an invention. <laughs> yeah, no, she invented a Nike store idea. with a yeah. shoe ride in it. It'd be tough to patent that one. So let me get this straight, Miss Rosen. It's an enormous shoe. Yeah. Right. The day you finally, the day, the day you finally meet Phil Knight, and it's like, Phil, I've got an idea for you. Yeah. 
So you know, so you've got these stories everywhere, right, Phil? Yeah, we do. All right, now hear me out on this. <laughs> People are sick of walking around and imagine if they could travel the store. It's like in a giant shoe. An ath- athletic store. Come in, sit down. Allison Don't will, you dare walk around this store. Allison will walk around in a grocery store, but she wants to be rid- driven around in, a, in an athletic store. Allison just adapts it for every scenario at the grocery store. It's a, a, gi- it's a giant shopping it's cart. It's a baguette. It's like a, right? And like a haberdasher or whatever. You get in a huge a hat to turn the store. <laughs> See, it really could be... It's scalable. <laughs> I, I feel like our future is headed to like two his and hers rascals. Those little like, scooters. You could drive your own shoe. Mm-hmm. Wait, would they be separate or like tandem? No, they would be uh, blue and red. <laughs> blue and pink. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought of. Me or everyone. As the theme song was playing, I began to hand Al the just me or everyone. <laughs> Which I'm happy to do. The official more. voice of the show. My rascal, <laughs> my rascal would be shaped like a football. Okay. You could also travel on a ball or yeah. in a ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark Ring says, just me or everyone, always skip washing my feet in the shower. Just assume soap will get to it somehow. You know, I hadn't thought about it, but I don't wash my feet in the shower. I also just mm-hmm. assume they're getting clean based on... They're not. <laughs> <laughs> like mine aren't or everyone's not, Yours aren't. <laughs> I um, mean, I, I, sorry, I'll go ahead. No, sorry. I made the mistake as a kid where I, I was soaping the bottom of my foot and then I put it down. Oh, and you slipped. And then lifted my other foot and just right I, up from I under I just me. invented something. <laughs> a bath mat that's like a scrubber. Right, oh. it's like you stand on it and then you just go shh, 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 on your feet and it scrubs the bottom of your feet. Loofah, like a loofah mat. Loofah mat. Yeah, loofah, Um, I have a conundrum, which is that I like to wash. My feet are really gross. I have really gross feet. Um, from years of wearing like surf booties and stuff, they're really disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I really like to wash the bottom of my feet, but I'm very afraid to put them down. On the sh- on the tub because slip. of slipping, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I wash one while standing on one foot, and then I clean that foot off at the same time. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you mm-hmm. guys do that. Does everybody do wash that? And you have it. to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that yeah. film of soap, you'll slip and kill yourself. Yeah, and then I put it down, and then I do the. Other I one. just like I two weeks ago, I was in the shower. This is you know the little signs of old age, the signs that you know you're getting older. The first one was when I have my proctologist phone number in my address book. <laughs> The the second one was like two weeks ago. I'm in the shower and <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm in the shower and I I turn around and like well whoa whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah and I, I and I fell back into the curtain. I took the whole curtain rod down for no reason. I didn't trip. I didn't slip. I just like was in the shower and lost balance and fell back and. This happened two loud. weeks ago. Yeah, like two or three weeks ago. Were you this- hurt? I, I actually was fine, but okay. it's like, you know, when this happens again in 20 years, I'll shatter my hip bone. You know? How did this not make it onto the fucking show? I like, the, about it. like the minute it happened. I just forgot. <laughs> yeah. So Harry, I got to watch out. Harry Bowles says, just me or everyone. Harry who? Harry Bowles. Oh. All right. It's a very strange dynamic texting with my nine year old nephew. Yes, I find all sorts of electronic exchanges with young people to be. 
I always feel like I'm more formal when I'm texting with my little brother or my little sister than I am with my peers. Like I take on the persona of someone who's, oh, totally. you know, like, mm-hmm. are you going to school? How is school? You know, like, <laughs> okay, like, you know, like, right. I don't know why. Yes. you don't want to feel like you're trying to relate to them on I don't that try. cool kid level. So exactly. Hello, comma. How are you today? Sincerely, Uncle Jim. Right, because it would be more awkward if I tried to be hip and down. You know. You're looking handsome. Yeah, like, Oops. sup, sup, what's cracking or whatever. I think it's like, more oh. about if Chris Hansen were reading this back to me, how would it sound? If Harry Bowles was reading this back to me and I was nine, are there any more just things? Wendy de Santiago says, just me or everyone, when I started listening to the show, it took me a solid month to realize the Daniel chuckle was a drop. I feel like there's probably a lot of people like that. <laughs> Half of them are feel, drops, I'm sure. I feel like I'm very confused. I feel like you're wrong. That said, Allison is the worst. <laughs> That's true. Mom. You can eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a bag of dicks, eat a bag of, eat a bag of, eat a bag of dicks. Hey, by the way, I love all of the tweets I get from berries. eating the, the either edible bags of dicks that people have found, mm-hmm. or there's this one... With the, the stockings. Christmas stockings where someone had – the stockings have different letters and someone spelled eat a bag of Yeah. I was in a – I had a job last week in the and in the writer's room there was a giant bag of plastic – of uh, gummy dicks yeah. on the table. Like – and they were – and I'm not kidding. And we ate a bag of dicks and it happened. I want to I make some little <laughs> chocolate uh, like Richard Nixon and different guys' names. Other Richards? Yeah. Right. Eat a bag of dicks. Eat a bag See? Of dicks. Have you noticed that have you noticed that there's no one young named Dick? I have two uncles named Dick. <laughs> At what point did did they stop naming people Dick who are young? When Dick became <laughs> a synonym yeah. for a cock. Yeah. My mom went years ago when we were younger. Um, she went on a few dates with a guy named Richard. So mm-hmm. we all behind his back started calling him Dick. And <laughs> and so we'd be like, are you going out with Dick tonight? And every single time she'd be like, his name is Richard. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And oh, she really, it didn't work out. I feel out. like Richards yeah. now call themselves Rick or Ricky. Uh, or Rich. Yeah, Rich. Or Rich. Yeah. 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 Mama Say says... I don't like pooping in the guest bathroom. I like to keep that shit literally in my own bathroom. Um, hmm. I guess you have two bathrooms. I alternate. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. I alternate bathrooms. Really? You don't have a, you, a affection Mm-mm. more for one of them? No. no. There's no favorites. Not, not in the <laughs> they're all, house. They're all abused. They're all fair. Uh, yeah. I guess I sort of like over. one of ours better than the other, but... Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys you ever, know. after you have house guests... Um, checked out the towels to see if there's any poop on them. <laughs> no. 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 Should we be? And are you considered yeah. a yeah. house guest? What is happening? <laughs> no, no, no. But like, <laughs> you know, like sometimes you have a house guest and maybe you're like, I wonder how clean that dude is. That's first of all, not a thought I normally have, <laughs> but maybe I should. Uh, I feel like I've. But why would it end up on the cr- towel? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the, really the more yeah. important question. Like, because if they don't wash their butt enough or whatever, and then you put a white towel out and so a tiny bit of their doo doo. Oh, you mean after the they shower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Not before. I would hope. I, just that- I was just thinking, like, someone who comes over and uses the bathroom. It's like, why would they? Why would they smear poop on my towel? <laughs> <laughs> but how frequently is there still poop left when you get out of the shower? For me, never. But you never. But you're know. saying there. You wonder if there are well, those dudes. You yeah. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. get it all. Have you ever found it on your towels? 
on after I've showered? No, after you've had house guests. We don't have house guests very much. I'm just curious because if you guys they leave poop do. on your towels, honey. <laughs> don't you know? We just okay. had some last week, but their towels were good. They checked <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> they checked out. Did you sniff the towels? I mean, was this like a thorough? I didn't, no, I didn't sniff. I was just like, <laughs> <out>. <laughs> they're good. They can, they're coming back next weekend, so they're they're good to go. <laughs> Stephen Smith says. I legitimately believe that there's a gremlin-like entity whose sole purpose in life is to steal earbuds. I don't really believe that. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're hard to keep track of. Do you ever do this thing? Here's a just just mirror everyone, you guys. Oh, my God, just mirror everyone. Um, I have two sets of earbuds, one in the car and one in the house. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I bring the one in the car into the house because I'm still on the phone and I get in the car oh, the next shit. day. I'm like, oh, fuck. Every, I have two in the house. I, every item where I try to duplicate it, that ends up happening where they both end up in the same place. Even like I used when I used to go visit my parents a lot, especially if we were doing shows at Irvine, I tried to duplicate my makeup so that I could get ready for a show there. And then that never worked because somehow it all ended up coming back with me or all going You need there. to attach one of those like little bank chains to it. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? That is true. Um, you know what, you guys? You need to know how to cook. Not only do you feel like you know your way around a kitchen, but cooking at home means eating healthier and saving money instead of ordering expensive takeout again. Where do you start? Blue Apron has you covered. For less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers all the fresh ingredients you need to create home-cooked meals. Just follow the easy step-by-step instructions. Each meal can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. No overwhelming trips to the grocery store. No more sad takeout. No matter your dietary preferences, Blue Apron makes it a breeze to discover and prepare dishes like seared chicken and chestnut sauce with Brussels sprouts, roasted sweet potatoes, and pickled onions, fall vegetable and goat cheese quiche with arugula pear salad and lemon vinaigrette, coconut curry braised cauliflower with aromatic rice and cilantro chutney. You can cook these right in your own kitchen, cook with ingredients that you've never used before. Recipes are between 500 to 700 calories per portion, delicious and good for you. Right now, you can get your first two meals for free at blueapron.com slash Allison. That's blueapron.com slash Allison. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Okay. Oh, hang on. Greg wanted to say something. <laughs> Jeff, I know he, he, if you, if you, I was going to say if you slept with him, but that was going a little far. But if you're at his house, he wakes up in the middle of the night sometimes and he's like, why do you have to check your phone right now? Okay, okay. I'm not taping a podcast. <laughs> Put your fucking keys away. Oh, we're not taping. We're not taping anything already. Right. <laughs> so this is the uh, wrong time to mention this, but I'm going to mention it anyway. Um, for listeners who are listening now, I just want to let you know that next week you will hear an all new Thanksgiving episode that was recorded before this one. So it may be, I think we actually addressed that on the show because by that point, Jenna, God willing, will have had her baby. <laughs> Uh, and however, she hadn't had her baby yet when we recorded it. But also the thing that made me want to bring it up when that huge sound happened, I was thinking about sounds and I was thinking, I know I'm stepping out a little bit, but someone's nose was whistling on the Thanksgiving episode. And we did a little test where we each breathed into the mic and it was declared that my nose. Spoiler alert. I know. I, I know. That I'm the one whose nose was whistling, and I spent a large portion of, <laughs> of the next day being like, you know, I'm not so sure it was me. 
Definitely. Yeah, you. it was you for sure. But it was then, you. Yeah, we all did the test. We <laughs> everybody knew it was you immediately. <laughs> but then later, I did do some hard breathing, and I was like, "Oh, it was me." <laughs> <laughs> Except I, st- it's like. It's like when you do, it's like when you're dating someone who's bad for you and you keep trying to find the good. Like I still part of me doesn't believe it was me. I don't think of myself as someone with a whistly nose. <laughs> Is that part of you your nose? <laughs> <laughs> for sure it was you. We're sure. I honestly I I for sure thought it was me. Okay. And so that's why I was looking at him like, what's happening I to my off nose? The mic and right. was like, Jenna, what is your deal? <laughs> and then she backed off the mic and I was like, Greg's not on the mic. Oh, so wait, everyone backed off the mic and it was still happening? <laughs> you were, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was just sitting and here smiling kind of, and breathing. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. When you two looked at each other, I thought you were mortified at Allison. No, see, I was I thought you guys were going, can you believe what she's doing? Wait. Get you, it together. You already knew it was me? I, I knew it was somebody, and then they leaned back from the mic and were looking at each other and looking at you. Oh, they were looking at me? Oh, see, I was just. I didn't like, notice we that. We were checking. I thought. I thought. I. I heard it, and I thought, "Oh my goodness, it's me!" I backed off. I looked at Jenna, and I thought, "It's got to be her." And she <laughs> was. I have all these sinus issues from uh, pregnancy, yeah. so and I thought, "Okay." Greg was like already leaning back. Daniel was talking. Jeff was off, <laughs> and then we look over, and your face is right by the mic, and you're paying attention, smiling, listening, <laughs> breathing. Your, yeah. your nose was trying to get into the conversation. <laughs> And Greg's like, why do you keep breathing in? I'm like, because I'm breathing. <laughs> it's how I breathe. <laughs> half the time they go in. <laughs> and the other half the time they come out. It is in that order. Anyway, that was weird. I was going to Google what do I do if my nose is whistling, <laughs> but I forgot. It would be awesome later. if we were doing like a Christmas oh. or a New Year's episode and Jenna was like 13 months pregnant. <laughs> we just kept doing like all the episodes. We were, Here it is. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Jenna's been gestating for a year and a half. <laughs> You're getting induced though, right? When is that happening? Uh, so, we're not sure. Oh, you don't know. Mm-hmm. They just said they will do that eventually. Yeah, eventually. Right? Oh, I see. Yes. They're going to surprise you. Yeah. You know when you uh, train a cat to use the toilet? Yeah. And have you ever seen the pictures and the cat like has all fours and it's like on the edge of the toilet? <laughs> That's how I imagine Jenna's baby right That's- now. Just like, I'm not going to go down that hole. It's like the three That's, stooges I going. I a picture like that because that's yeah. what I'm imagining right. too. Oh, yeah. So I'm staying in. Yeah. It's like when the three stooges are all trying to go through a door jam at the same time. They <laughs> <laughs> just get stuck. Okay, Ray Morgan says, seems like all the good Christmas songs were recorded between the 1940s through the 1960s. I don't know about that time frame exactly, but I will say I don't feel like any good Christmas songs have come out recently. Yeah, that was probably the golden age. Heads up. Give it up for Elmo and Patsy. What year was Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? That was 80s. Okay. Yeah. There were some good there were some good ones in the eighties. Right. Mariah Carey Christmas album was pretty great. All I 90s. want for Christmas is you. Yeah. yeah. And what year was Bing Crosby and uh David Bowie's do it? I don't mm. even know that one, I don't think. What? Little Drummer Boy? Yeah, oh, I love Late Seventies. I might be six or my favorites was uh Elvis's Christmas album. That's pretty mm. good. I kind of like all Christmas music. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's much better than Hanukkah music. Mm. Like quite a bit. Jamos for Allison says, instantly think less of someone who uses texting shorthand anywhere but in text. Even then, I hate it. You have a keyboard. Careful, texter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. For the longest time, I did feel that way, but I don't anymore. For the longest time, I was anti-text abbre- abbreviations in text and not in text, and I was anti-text. Um, 
emoticons. But now I'm all about all of them. Yeah, me too. I'm okay with it. The only thing I still have a problem with is hashtags and emails. (laughs) Unless you're doing it like to be funny, but... I'm only going to send you hashtag emails. (laughs) Well, see, but you're trying to be funny. I'm okay with that. But like, you know, there was a gal that I worked with who would be like... You know, hashtag intensity, you know, or hashtag teamwork. Oh, no, you know, that's you're like, awful. You're like, oh, hashtag yeah. shut the fuck up, you know, <laughs> right? Gal. <laughs> Good stuff. Dan, you're what? one of the only people I know who still says gal. Or gals. Is that, that must be a regional thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. Gal. Al, do you ever say that? Or no. Would you be like, there's some gal, gal at my office who was just like, gal. I would say lady or woman. There's a woman <laughs> at my office. Yeah. You're or right. an associate. Gal is very. Like your name's Ned and your your you um your heyday was nineteen seventies. Like she's a neat gal. Yeah. yeah, neat gal is the best way to describe someone. Sure. <laughs> a neat my a mom swell used, gal. Yeah, that's the thing my mom will say. She'll be like, you know, she's a neat lady, and what that means is she's like seventy and doesn't dye her hair and cruises around in like Guatemalan clothing or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, she's she's such a neat lady. Her husband died like thirty five years. She doesn't need anyone. She's Gray hair and she doesn't die. She doesn't give a shit. And that's it. what a neat lady. That's what my mom would call a neat lady. When I think <laughs> neat gal, I think bobbed haircut. It could be gray, and I think like denim skirt that goes down to mid calf and just big thighs and big butt. Mm. <laughs> you think about a woman's butt when somebody says neat mm, gal. That's a neat gal. <laughs> a neat gal. She like is crafty and sews and sure. things like she, that. Maybe she teaches maybe. preschool. Yeah, she has an auto, <laughs> okay. she has an auto harp. Yeah, She's I'm a into neat it. Gal. Yeah, spend yeah. some time in another country every year. Maybe sure. she's a lesbian. She could be. <laughs> she dates other neat gals. The bottom line is has a huge butt. <laughs> <laughs> What's more about the thighs? Okay, but it's also the butt. Okay, Andrew Kim says, "Lean my head to the right when hugging someone, and always have the awkward pause when they lean head the same way." Ooh. Yeah, get it I right. I lean to the right as well. I guess <laughs> everyone here is. No. Yeah, north of the equator, you lean to the right. South of the equator, you lean to the left. What does that what? mean? I just made that. Oh. Okay, <laughs> so I'm like, what are you describing? <laughs> yeah, that sounds the actual always lean to the right or yeah. I lean to the right. Sounds I sexual. Know. I don't know. It's I making me uncomfortable right. though. You guys doing these weird hugs? <laughs> but you know, like, you don't always have to. I go to. The, I, I I lean to the left. Like I want my. You know, like what side of the head you're on? Like what side of their head? Yeah. What you saying? Yeah. I'm what are you, a woman? No, I lean to the right always. I don't know why. No, That's why we always end right. up kissing every time we have. <laughs> that explains. I thought, okay, makes sense. And finally, West Anthony says, when eating a snack mix of any kind, I methodically eat all of one item in the mix before moving on to another. No. I don't. Yeah, everybody no. does. No, uh, no, no way. No. No. If anything, I'll eat the gross ones first and leave all the good stuff at the end. That's but smart advanced planning. I, yeah. I, like that. <laughs> I like that move. I used to do yeah. that with Smarties. Like I do the grape first. But then the grape is point. the best. Nope. Sorry. Do we need to have this argument they have again? Smarty they have different flavors. Wow. Smarties? I think so. Advanced palate. Yeah. I just feel like they all taste the same. This like JMO sour chalk. Yeah. <laughs> takes on different meaning if you're a guest at someone's house. Well, yeah. Like if I'm at your house and you have a trail mix out or a mix of a checks mix, I'll just eat the thing I want because I'm a guest. But if I'm at my own house, I'll do I'll approach it differently. But I don't know how long I'm gonna be at your house for. So I have to get all the M&Ms or whatever. Until you wipe poop on the towels and then they throw you out. And he's really painting a picture of himself as a guest. He's going to come in. He's going to eat all the almonds out of your nut mix and wipe his butt on your towel. It's interesting. (laughs) Just me or everyone, I thought you were going to go the other way. When you're a guest at someone's house, you would 
eat them like a civilized human being. <laughs> in your own house, you will pick out what you want. Yeah. No. Right. No, the opposite of what you said. You have it. You're having me over. Sure. I got like two hours to eat your food. I don't want a bunch of the other shit. Time. Yeah, I just want the things that I want, so I'm just going to eat those. How I'm a your, dick. <laughs> how did your wife feel about this? It's not something that comes up very often. I don't, I don't know. When I get home, I'll ask her what her approach to eating checks mix is at a guest house. When she's like, <laughs> but I just know that like, well, think about it. If you're at my house and I had like, one thing you really wanted to eat and nine things you didn't. You just eat the one thing you really wanted to eat, wouldn't you? Well, it depends. If you're like depleting the whole Chex Mix of that particular one item, right. then I think you're then then it's suspect. But if you're like just going to reach in and grab a few peanuts or whatever, which that wouldn't be the thing for me. Um, I think that's okay. <laughs> no, I'd eat all of them, actually. You would? Yeah. Well, what but kind I of a party like is this? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you're expected to just take a handful. I mean, it's a bummer. It's one of the things that sucks about being an adult, but I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Mm, yeah, I need them all. I mm. had a roommate who, who I always had like a jar of Skittles in my apartment in New York, and she ate all the red ones. Oh, <laughs> so it was just that's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah but annoying would too. She because then you just, on, like, how would she? Yeah, pick them I'd out. shake up the jar and then find the red ones. Yeah. So she'd get her fingers all over. Every oh, Skittle yeah. was touched Definitely. by her fingers. Yeah. By the way, sour Skittles, so good. Oh, so good. Yeah, sour Skittles, so good. so good. You know when I feel like, here's the exception. If someone had a jar of Jelly Bellies. Oh, Because yeah. you really can't take a handful. And there's going to be some flavors in there that if are gross. If there's stuff you really don't, don't really like, like, Jelly it's Bellies okay for that reason. Them. Right. There's too many gross flavors. There's Yeah, there's too many landmines. You can't cherry pick Jelly Bellies. You have to just eat a, a giant handful every Are you time. serious? What is wrong with your snacking? We need wow. to work <laughs> Totally backwards. You have know. to have them individually. No, no. There's Jenna, if flavors. you pick up, like, again, if I, I'll, I'll return to the idea of Chex Mix. How many things? Snapchats. How many things are in Chex Mix? Five? Let's say five. Okay. So can it's very we, easy can to. Can we name them? Pretzel sticks. Chex Bread Those sticks. Is. Just bread sticks. Yeah, the bread stick. The, the flat, like the Japanese one. The little the, like, toast. Sesame toast. toast. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> toast. <laughs> so we're at four. Chex. Pretzel. Pretz. Peanut, right? No. Peanut. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't think. It? Well, maybe some. Oh, Depends on who's peanut had, question yeah. mark. Have you had the sugar coated Chex Mix, the yes. sweet one? Yeah. Oh, so good. All of those things are in snack mix. <laughs> I love how we all respected the snack chat. I know. Back off. Okay. Toast. Chex. Pretzels, peanuts, breadsticks, bread, bread breadsticks. Yeah, yeah. Bread so five sticks. Okay. So yeah. okay. So let's just. So that's on your, on your table, right, Jenna? Yeah. So All I really want. Up the, in a bowl. I want the checks mixed the most. Okay. By far. So I'll eat most of those, but if you have a bowl of Jelly Bellies out, there's. 500 flavors. Right. So it would be super conspicuous and weird if I was like, I only want buttered popcorn. I only want buttered popcorn. I only want butter. You just have to eat a handful of those. No, but, but wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Sorry. No, Go no. Go ahead. You're, you're, there's like, we got to unpack this. You can take a handful of them, but you can't eat all of them at once. You can take a handful and eat them one at a time, but it's to eat them all at once makes you insane. Yes. <laughs> no, that's what I do. See, so you'll I, get like a buttered yeah. popcorn, a licorice, a blueberry, and a cinnamon. And a cherry. Yeah. Ugh. And a lime. Oh, no. It's sort of like, <laughs> they sort of have like a Mexican food effect. It's like rice and beans, <laughs> um, guacamole, 
carne asada, cholula, and some cheese and sour cream and guacamole. Mix that all together, eat it. That's Mexican food. And that's what jelly bellies are to me. It's like, uh, yeah, that popcorn, green apple, ch- cherry, cola. Mm-mm. That's the flavor of jelly bellies? Yeah. Too? No. You should try them. In, have you ever tried them individually? Yeah, but that's that's fucking crazy. That's crazy to try <laughs> them individually. So. This is, I think yeah. that's how most people eat them. I think most people like to go, oh, I'm going to have a blueberry pie. I'm going to have the blueberry flavor and the <laughs> coconut yeah. or whatever, you yeah. know, the toasted this or whatever. That's exactly. crazy. I, I agree with this Chex Mix. It all kind of goes together. But right. jelly bellies, a lot of them don't go together. And they are actually the thing. If I took a handful of jelly bellies, I would eat the ones. I would eat them kind of all together. If I had three different kinds in my hand, and I definitely oh, would yeah. pick them out of the bowl. I would, you know, I wouldn't switch back and forth from one to the other. Yeah, it's, it's just too random. Like you can make yeah. too many crazy well, things happen. Yeah, too many crazy things happen. <laughs> Jelly bellies are. I just... definitely wouldn't shove the whole handful. Oh yeah, mouth. no, that's. that's... That's crazy. It's Russian roulette with your jelly beans. It's like it is. It's like when we used to go into the Circle K and you take a you go to the fountain and you just get a little of every single flavor. Suicide, suicide. yeah, suicide, suicide. suicide. Yeah. suicide. That, that was the only way to go for a few years. I still do that every now and then. It makes me feel young. I do it at the movie theater every now and then. It I does have its tomorrow, own flavor, actually. doesn't it? Yeah, it's it like shit. Did you ever Did you ever get one that was just it was undrinkably bad? Now we're back. On a track. suicide. Yeah. What would make it undrinkably bad though? What was the uh, what I, What I soda flavor does not go with the other? I don't know flavors? the specifics, but Mountain I remember. Dew. Yeah. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew bones you every time. Yeah. yeah. Or like Fanta, like strawberry Fanta. Because you can like Dr Pepper and Sprite, all those things. Who cares? Mountain Dew is like its own thing. Yeah. Mountain right. Dew is really gross. Even if you snowboard, it's super gross. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Dew is gross. I went through a phase at uh, self-serve soda things where I would get like Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi and then I'd get a splash of lemonade because teehee. Um, and then... <laughs> Which is people, the reason. And people say this show is too white. I know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and then I found I really don't like it. Yeah. I actually think it makes it taste worse than if it were just Diet Coke. I've never done that. Really? So I don't know. Yeah. It's not Very good. much a purist. Yeah. I'm yeah. now one of you. Yeah. You guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, perhaps some jelly bellies, which you can eat like us or like Greg or Chex Mix, same, uh, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you for your Amazon support. Thank you for your PayPal support. PayPal links on the right side of the website. We have t-shirts available. Go to alisonrosen.com. Click on the t-shirt on the right side of the page and you can get a t-shirt. If you like what you're hearing, um, subscribe. Do that by going to iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. You can also leave us a nice comment uh, the same way. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. We have ringtones available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And also... Touch the tushy, touch, touch the tushy, tushy, touch the tushy, touch, touch the tushy. Get these tushy, by searching tushy, Hey Go Fuck Yourself touch, touch, or Touch the Tushy on your iPhone in the iTunes store. Um, also, if you're not an iTunes person, they are available on gumroad.com slash Allison Rosen, G U M R O A D.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, the song that Greg made for the Al Quiz is, is available there as well for a pay what you want price. You've got bonus episodes available in the I- comedy album section of the iTunes store. Um, next week have a great Thanksgiving and all new episodes from, on the, from this show on Monday and Thursday so you won't have to miss us if you don't want to which you won't want to uh, Jeff where should we go to find you 
You can find me at Colonel Jeff Fox on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I hopefully will have a new episode of my show sometime soon. But there's a new episode of the Alanis Morissette podcast with Harville Hendricks and Helen LaKelly Hunt, an interview with them. They're famous uh, psychology authors. I have heard of them. Daniel, where should we go for you? At Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z, Twitter and Instagram. And Alan? At Alan Moss, two A's, two L's, two S's. Jenna? Uh, hopefully I'll have had a baby, so <laughs> uh, stay tuned for updates on like Twitter and Instagram, but also we'll probably do like a special baby episode where we talk about the whole experience on my podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenny Kim Jones, so check that out. Hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's going to sound like. Watch out. So scared. They come out that way. And is, this, is this the one where we... Do we wish people a happy Thanksgiving now? No, I think I got a little ahead of myself, but I don't. I forget if we actually wished them a happy Thanksgiving on the episode hey, you that know we what? recorded. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That's right. Yes. Greg, where should we go for you? Oh, I just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving. That's it. Uh, at Dong Attack. All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being on the show, everyone. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Rosen, here's your new best friend.